Building Your Dream Business featuring Kenny Harper. And this is episode 114 on Kelly Bagley's Go Legal Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Legal Yourself podcast. This show is about knowing the legal life cycle of your business. I'm your host and legal friend, attorney Kelly Bagler, the queen of business law. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Kenny Harper. Kenny is the CEO of Growth Amplifiers, a magnificent marketing company. Welcome to the show, Kenny. Thank you for having me and getting the opportunity to share some awesomeness to your wonderful audience. Thank you. This is what we do here at Go Legal Yourself, Kenny. We hand select industry, sort of the the the, the top notch, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, that are really giving back to people in general and especially to businesses and entrepreneurs. And that's why we actually selected you. I love your energy. I love everything that you've done so far. And your business is based around helping people build their dream businesses. Fancy that, having a dream business, right? I, for one, Kenny, I am living my dream business. Absolutely love what I do. But before we get into what you do and how you can help others, do you have a funny lawyer joke and a quote to share with us? So funny lawyer joke, what's the difference between a good lawyer and a bad lawyer? What is the difference? (laughs) A bad lawyer might let a case drag on for several years. A good lawyer knows how to make it last even longer. A lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) And the, the quote, it's actually an African proverb. If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Ah, interesting. Interesting. I like that. I like that. So share with us, Kenny, well, what, what's your story? I know you interview other guests on your podcast as well. What, what's your podcast called? The podcast is called Growth Amplifiers. <laughs> there you go. We will be mentioning that name quite a bit throughout this interview. But what, what, what is your story? If the company that I own, the agency that I own is actually called Rock My Image. And Growth Amplifiers is the podcast and the movement that we're moving forward. And you might see that a theme going on where amplifier business, rock my image, growth amplifiers, they're all kind of in tune with music. And don't forget to mention the book. Oh, right. Right? Amplified Business Breakthroughs. There you go. Fantastic. Yes. So it all comes back down to that tie in with music. And that was my really my first passion. I was creative. And I liked to play music, connect with an audience, but I ran into a challenge in that first passion. I hadn't learned the business to be successful and turn that passion into a business. There's a lot of starving artists. Luckily, I found a new outlet and went to school for marketing and multimedia and graduated, giving me a different outlet to use my, my creativity to help others. And I was working for some different web design boutiques, some uh, marketing companies, some advertising agencies, and kind of hit the ceiling at, at those places. It was about 10 years ago. I jumped out. I was recently married. I uh, had a kid on the way, recently bought a home. And I s- jumped out because I said, I know how to do web design. I'm going to start my own web design business because I really like creating these web designs. But at that time, I still hadn't learned how to be successful in business. I just learned how to build websites. 
I luckily found some help. I, I found a business coach and they helped me to learn what I didn't know. Everyone has their own blind spots. Everyone has their own bottlenecks. And it, it took a little bit of swallowing some ego to say, you know what? I should actually use some help in this, in this area and learn some things I didn't really have a grasp of. And uh, I really kind of fell in love with that. I see all these rock star professionals. They have their great skills. They have awesome things that they bring to the table. But sometimes they haven't learned the business part. Uh, they're, they're missing fact, some key Kenny, ingredients. You're absolutely yeah. right. In fact, Kenny, some of these actors and and athletes, right? Singers as well. You think that they're making millions and millions of dollars. They're actually broke. They're, they're broke and they had to file for bankruptcy. You're right. But please continue. And there's business owners on the outside. You could see, you, you might think, wow, this, this business is probably booming. But if you know the backstory, a lot of businesses are just, just floating right above uh, survival. I kind of really fell in love with getting to know people that had the right attitude, the expertise and drive. They wanted to serve a bigger mission. They had a bigger purpose and wanted to help them amplify their success, give them some tools and resources so that they could be more successful. The focus that I have from marketing is one of the areas that I have a strong student. But the challenge that I have too is, is when people hear marketing, they think, oh, you know, I've got, I've got an internal marketing team or I've got a marketing agency. But the approach that I come at it with is, is more about a, a strategist that looks at the holistic picture of the business from what someone's dream business and then are they crafting the pathway to achieve the lifestyle that they want? And which takes us full circle all the way back to, you know, building a dream business. You've got to start with a bold vision and then work from there. I completely agree with you. You touched upon a couple of things that I want to revisit. The first one is, as you very well know, this show is about helping, supporting, promoting entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. I'm an entrepreneur, you're an entrepreneur. But it takes a certain type of person with pearls. But <laughs> I'm a lady, Kenny, right. so I'm going to use the word pearls, right? So, exactly. <laughs> it takes a certain type of person with pearls to step out of the regular everyday nine to five job and that security of knowing that they're going to have a paycheck. So you thought, okay, I know how to create websites. I'm going to go out and do start my own business. What was that deciding factor? What prompted you to take that step and leave a, a paid job to go out and say, okay, I'm going to do this on my own? It was a little bit of a few things. Number one, I was kind of hitting, hitting the ceiling at the advertising agency and looking around at the market, I was perhaps maybe being able to make a, a little transfer to a different place, but it'd be pretty much the same thing. So if I was going to get beyond that, I had to do something different. I had the curiosity of like, what would it be like if I did have my own business? But in all honesty, I didn't even know if I could do it. I didn't even even have that confidence. I was like, I don't even know if I could do that. And I didn't know what it would be like, but I thought if not now, when? Yep. Yep. If not now, when? It's not going to get easier. I just got married. I've got a kid on the way. Things are only going to get more interesting. <laughs> nice choice of words. Yes. <laughs> as, as time goes on, if I climb higher in companies, it's going to be harder to step down. So if not now, when? And I thought, you know, if I take a shot and give it my best and it doesn't work out, at least I will have tried, I will have learned, and I can make a decision on what to do from there. 
you, you probably hear it more and more now, but there's a really bad challenge when people think about failure and they think failure is bad. We're, we're taught through school, you don't want to fail your test. You're concerned about your grades. But I like the concept that failure is feedback and it's, it's part of the process to succeed. The most successful businesses and leaders have failed many times before they actually got to where they're getting. It's just they don't let it stop them from continuing to get up and swing for what they want. I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with you. I see failure as a step closer to success. You have to go through the process. Each entrepreneur goes through their own process. And sometimes it can take 10,000 tries right. before you create the light bulb, right? 10,000 mm-hmm. times. How many times do you think people told Edison, what, what are you doing? You keep failing. You keep failing. If he had stopped at 9,999, we wouldn't have electricity, right? Right. <laughs> and and the light bulb. And, and so he kept saying, well, I just found ways to not work. I found ways that don't work. That's all I've done. I haven't failed. I found ways that don't work. And I know you know of Zig Ziglar. I know you know of him. He is, there you go. I love, I love, love, love Zig Ziglar. I have probably heard each and every book that he's written. He's he's written over 30 books. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, I spoke to his son, uh, Tom Ziglar, and I would love to actually have Tom on the show. Uh, That's what we're going to shoot for. Yes. what, what, what an incredible inspiration to everyone. Zig grew up during the depression. He was the, the 11th kid, right? He was, he was one kid of 11. And one day he asked his mom, he goes, mom, why'd you have so many kids? And she said, son, where do you think I should have stopped? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair question, right? Where do you think I should have right. stopped? Because I think he was number nine. He, he literally built his own life out of nothing because Somebody believed in him, Kenny. Someone believed in him, meaning he turned around and he started believing in himself. And when it comes to failure, again, if you haven't failed, you haven't even taken your first step to really discovering who you are and what kind of life you want to live. You haven't, you haven't taken that step. There's so much potential there. And it's about time people started failing, don't you think? I do like the challenge. If, yes. if it's if it's too easy, you know, sometimes when I'm working with somebody about setting goals, I, I bring that up. I'm like, don't set a goal that's going to be so easy. You just know it's going to work without really having to challenge yourself. It's OK to set a goal and and not hit it. It's OK to have that. It's it's not a failure. You'll learn, you'll grow, you'll stretch yourself. But I like the challenge there, Kelly. That's it's. Let's let's start failing some more. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That means you've you've tried. If you don't try, you'll never ever know the greatness that you have. Everyone has some sort of greatness. Everyone is born with a purpose. That's that's what I believe, and I think you believe the same thing because you took that step. You mm-hmm. you left a cushy job and you said, "I'm going to do this. I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm still going to do it." If you had never done it, it would never have worked. Clearly, it would never have worked. You help build dream businesses, right? I'm going to title this, our episode here, building your dream business, because that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants to work in a business that they have passion for, that they enjoy. And I'm one of those people, Kenny, I absolutely love what I do. And if you love what you do, you've never worked a day in your life, right? Right. (laughs) So tell me, how, how do you help people build dream businesses? The first question 
like people to ponder is what is your bold vision? So what is your bold vision? Not just with how much money you want to make, but what do you want your life to look like? Who do you want to work with? What mission do you aim to serve? Money could be a concept there too, that you want to pay attention to how much money you want to make. What are the material things you want in your life? What do you want to spend your day and your energy doing? And really getting a clear picture of what that is. Like you said before, if we don't set a goal and work towards it, life's going to happen. It's going to, it's going to take us in a direction. Far too often, I've seen so many business owners jump into, you know, this is what I know, so I'm going to do it. And then I'm just going to kind of see what happens. They don't have a bold vision to find. And then they look back maybe 10 years in, 20 years in, they didn't set it up to have their cake and eat it too. And you can, you're the artist. So it, it, it starts with that, that bold vision clearly defined and then taking actions to consistently work towards moving towards that bold vision. So when I'm working with someone from a marketing perspective, we're looking at ways to attract customers and seamlessly and subtly guide them to become customers that pay, stay, and refer. However, marketing is just one piece of the equation. You need to have the right culture within your business. You need to have operations that run smoothly. You need to make sure that everything's working holistically towards your bold vision. And that's a gap that I really aim to help fill because just like an artist, you know, they have the talent, they have the raw talent. I come in as a producer and try to make the tweaks and help see the blind spots, the bottlenecks, make some adjustments so that someone could really amplify their business and fulfill living the dream that they set out to achieve. But they've got to think big, they got to think bold, and they got to take new actions to achieve new results. What holds somebody back from thinking big and creating a bold vision? You know, I, I just got done listening to an audiobook, Positive Intelligence. It's a great audiobook, and it, it talks about the saboteurs that we all have in our own mind. And we all have different things that prevent us from achieving our full potential. We have self-sabotage whether it's judging, whether it's fear, you know, fear of failure, fear of rejection or procrastination. We have different components, different things that will hold different people back. Probably one of the biggest ones that feel of failure. When I was a kid, I kind of had that fear of failure leaning over me where I didn't want to put myself out there and shoot for something high because I'd, what if I give it my all and then I'm still not able to get it? So what if I just shoot lower and, and, and go for something that I, I really know I can do? It's not a challenge, just like we were talking about. But as you come to understand, like if you set your dream job and you continue to work on it with taking actions on a regular basis and work on self-development and working with people, coaches, advisors that can help you move towards to get what you want with consistent persistence, as Zig Ziglar would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll be unstoppable, unstoppable. So you can have your cake and eat it too. I'm saying that. So you can quote me on that. <laughs> you can have Absolutely. your cake and eat it too, but you've got to claim your stage, claim your dream and, and go all in to make it happen. Share with us a success story where you were able to help someone navigate the fears, if you will, and show them that there is a light and really shine that light on their big, bold dream. I was working with a CPA. He had bought this business, his business, I guess, from someone else who owned the business. So he bought the business and then he was starting to get overwhelmed because he didn't seem like he had enough 
time to get the things done that he was trying to get done. He didn't know if his team really supported him. He also could offer his client base financial services, like financial advisory services, but he didn't want to ruffle the feathers from being the new guy on the scene and then potentially lose clients. He was a little bit nervous and afraid and kind of got into, I'm just going to do the basic sort of business. I met him at an event. Did I say that right? I met him at an event. Yes. <laughs> and we were talking about his business and I was telling him what I did. And I offered to have a complimentary amplified business breakthrough session with him. And during that session, we looked at his business and we, we started to identify some of the blind spots that he had. He didn't realize there were some things that he could be doing that he wasn't doing. We identified some of the things that were bottlenecking his progress. And we also identified some untapped opportunities that he could start putting into action that would free up his time and generate more revenue and profitability. We had all these ideas and now we, now it's like, okay, there's a bunch of different stuff I could do, but I don't, I don't know where to start. So, well, let's prioritize them. Let's prioritize them and put them into a, a roadmap. We're going to prioritize them on what's going to have the biggest impact, what's going to take the least amount of time, and what's going to have the least cost. And then if you'd like to, we could work together to take these ideas and put them into action. And he, he thought about it for a while and he wasn't sure, you know, if, it's like, I really haven't hired someone to do this before. I, I'm not sure if I, I would need to do this at this time. I said, well, if not now, when? Look, you, you kind of already know the things you need to do, right? Yeah. When you're working with a coach, just like we're talking about the paradigm with failure, some people need to understand that working with a coach isn't something that uh, people who are challenged do. It's people that are successful work with coaches. People who have Olympic winning teams, sports teams, uh, successful business CEOs, they work with someone to help them achieve different levels of success. I said, why don't we try it out? Let's work for about 90 days. We'll set some goals, help hold you accountable and support you. And together we'll accomplish some things. In the first 90 days, we increased the average lifetime value of his customers by elevating his offers. We also increased the number of transactions per customers because he wasn't even marketing to his existing customers. We looked at how he was branding his message, how he was introducing his offers to his customers, and created some systems just to make sure that they were being nurtured and followed up with, turning ideas into action. Long story short, that was about two years ago and we're still working together now. And the reason that people continue to work with someone is because they're continuing to get a, a result. He has more time, more freedom and fulfillment, more revenue and profitability, and his customers are happier with the services that he's providing. It's win, win, win all over the place. And so again, going back to, he's the talent, the artist, I'm the producer coming in, helping find, tweak, make the adjustments needed to amplify his business so he can live his bold vision. I love that. I absolutely love that uh, analogy. Everybody understands that, you know, an artist and, and, and being a producer, absolutely love it. I know that you live the life that you're preaching, right? I always mm -hmm. get some emails from you with, with uh, beautiful family photos on vacations here and there. And you truly are the real, real thing, aren't you, Kenny? I am authentic. <laughs> I am authentic. And that is, is one of the things that I probably pride the most. Yes. There's so many people out there selling snake oil or it's miracle cure, it's miracle pill, 
putting out smoke and mirrors. But when I'm connecting with someone, I want to be real, create that relationship, and then tell the truth. And Zig, this is kind of like goes back to Zig Ziglar. You know, it's it's not that that people need to search for some amazing thing that's going to make everything else easier. It's they simply need to develop the right mindset, disciplines, and habits. And when they do that, that's how you can achieve amazing results. That's absolutely correct. Every morning I wake up, you know, just on top of the world, right? I, mm-hmm. I'm loving life. And why do you think that is? It's because of the way I think. Mm-hmm. It's because I choose to be successful. I choose to be happy. And the things that Zig preaches and the things that you're talking about and I'm talking about, Kenny, they're all free. They're all free, right? right? The way you think about yourself, it's free. The way you, you can exercise, you need to exercise, you need to look after your body and whatever you put into it, everything is free. And then the most precious one that's really dear to my heart is the connection that you have with God. Mm-hmm. You can call God whatever you want. You, whatever faith you have, fantastic, right? But it's that connection that you have that keeps us going. It keeps us stronger every single day. So for example, your parents, they want the best for you, absolute best for you. They will do anything for you. If they don't know what you're up to, how are they going to step in and say, oh, I've got you, Kenny. I'll help you with that, right? You need help with this. I've got you. Same relationship with God, same relationship. If he doesn't know that you need help and you're not asking for help, what's he supposed to do? This is, um, I heard this actually in a book um, written by Jack Kenfield. Mm -hmm. And it said, there was a man, he went to church and he said, uh, God, give me a break. Give me a break, God. I'm a good man. I want to win the state lottery. And so he goes away, doesn't win that week. The next week he comes back and he goes, God, give me a break. I'm a good man. I've got, I treat my wife wonderfully. I spend time with my, my kids. I really need to win the state lottery. God, give me a break. Goes away, doesn't win the lottery. The third week he comes back and he goes, God, please give me a break. You know, I'm on my knees. I want to win the state lottery. He hears a voice, Kenny, and the voice is God. And he goes, Son, give me a break. You need to buy a state lottery. (laughs) (laughs) It's really simple. The concept is so simple. You can't just ask for things, but you have to put things in motion. You have to take action. And that's exactly what you do for your clients. I absolutely love it. You look at the big picture and then you reverse engineer it. That's the only way to achieve that big, massive dream that one dreams of. Share with us a challenge that you personally had when you first started your business. I'll I'll share with you a few. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. (laughs) So the first challenge I had, and I see people running into this, is how they're pricing themselves and the value that they, what they're selling. Service-based professionals, especially if you're selling a commodity product, you want to differentiate it so it's, it's not as commoditized. But if you're selling a service and you're not pricing yourself effectively, you could you could run into challenges. You might not have the, the revenue or, or profitability to, to really take things to the next level. I ran into that because I was working at the advertising agency. And then when I, when I started my own thing, I thought, oh, I don't have the overhead. I don't have all these other expenses. I could, I could charge a lot less. And that would, that would be a differentiator. Well, you could do that. <laughs> 
but you'll you'll soon find out there's other expenses that you need to that you do need to pay for that you hadn't considered. There's also most business owners and business service based professionals aren't billing forty hours a week; they're billing a portion of their time. So you've got to calculate. I call it calculating success and looking at the the numbers that people need to achieve in order to achieve their the bottom line that's their goal. That's one thing I see very commonly. People get in their own psyche. They're, they're thinking, people would people pay this much for my services? I don't know. There's people who pay thousands of dollars for a pair of jeans, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and phones. Don't forget the phones. Yeah, yeah. People pay money for phones. They'll they'll blow thousands of dollars on a, on a trip. So people want transformation, and if you have something that can help get what they want, get away from what they don't. And you're providing a good experience. It, it's it's really something that it's not about thinking about how much is this priced at. It's what is the value of what I'm giving them long term, right? I was doing quite a bit of networking, and I would come across particularly women business owners. One thing I noticed about them was that they would say this is what I do. Great. Fantastic. I'd like to hire you. How much do you charge? And then they say, oh, well, you know, it's, it, it's about, it's 150. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. You're going to say no, right? You're going to say no. So that's coming from someone that's not confident in their abilities. They could be the best at what they do, but it's that delivery, isn't it? You're deliberately jeopardizing yourself and you're cutting yourself uh, and, and asking someone if that price is okay for you. So I, I completely understand. Yes. For an example, I've been chatting with a lot of accountants uh, and bookkeepers, and there's definitely a lot of male accountants and bookkeepers. I just happen to have been chatting with more female ones recently, and they're they're having that trouble getting past that in their mindset. They're like, I usually charge this amount for my my service. How could I charge a lot more? I don't see it. You might need to add a few things to your offer, but you can amplify your offer and you can provide more value. It's, it's okay to charge more if you're providing more value. It might need to be getting creative and thinking about, could you provide some additional training or some additional resources or some additional tools, create an experience? Sometimes just a few little things can go a long way. You see in the background, I've got my, my box kit here, which I've used for either selling our program so people can get a workbook and a book, a calendar that comes with it and some guides that they could use. But I've also had similar boxes that I can mail out to prospects is like a shock and awe experience where they get a mug, they get an an introductory little something, a a book, and it changes how you're showing up because no one else is doing those things. So differentiating, creating (laughs) the experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People love receiving free stuff. (laughs) They they love it, Kenny. But I, I think that what you're doing right there is definitely setting yourself apart from someone else, your, your direct competition. This shows that you actually care about someone. You're giving time. When you give your time to someone without charging them, they're, they're just in awe of you and they want to work with you. And at that point, you can set whatever price you want to because they want to work with you. It's, it's making that connection, right? Again, I keep going back to Zig, as you do. Right. It's, it's making that connection with someone. Be your authentic self. I think that's beautiful. So, second, second mistake. Yes, please. All please. Right, so... <laughs> So, so I, I started building, not knowing what I was doing, right? I didn't have a bold vision when I jumped in. That was a mistake that I made. I'm just like, let, if not now, when? Let me just try it. But, you know, you learn. So I got in and I learned. And I started building a business with a business partner. And we had in 
probably close to eight different employees at the time. And we were growing this local based agency, but we, we start, looked at each other one day. And it's like, I don't know if we've built the business that we are really wanting to. We're working harder and longer and we're not quite enjoying and living the lifestyle that we'd want to. Is it too late to change it? It's never too late. So we said, we're, we're going to change how we're showing up in the marketing space marketing it's come commoditized you know when i was started off as a web designer you needed to know how to program it, it took special software to create graphics you needed to know how to do a lot of different things that took probably at least a year or two to learn how to do it really well now you can just get up on and press a few buttons and you could create a lot of things for free mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so nice. the the lesson when i started to reinvent myself we wanted to stay small. We wanted to stay a smaller niched business and then scale in other means. So it's how we productized our trainings, our workshops, creating one to many services and started looking at doing things differently. We became a student of how you could be in a small giant. The mistake that I made is just kind of going with what I knew and not taking the time to get fresh perspective and see different ways I could approach things. So again, went to different, I went to different trainings, invested in um, personal development, invested in gaining ideas to grow. And that changed the trajectory that now I'm, I'm having my cake and eating it too. <laughs> Excellent. And what kind of cake? That's a good, I'm going to say carrot cake was the last cake that I had. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Kenny. If you could leave our audience uh, with some advice, what would that be? The thing that I'd like to do is one of the things I do in the Amplified Breakthrough session, and you, you did pull up the copy of my book that outlines some of this concept in there, but it's looking at the five profit drivers in your business. So if you're a business owner, pay attention to this. Five profit drivers in a business, and if you pay attention to them and simply put some focus on them, dramatically increase your profitability. First one is leads, lead generation, whether that's leads coming in from marketing or referrals, what have you. If you're looking to grow your business, you need to be paying attention to your leads. And then the conversion rate, the uh, percentage that those leads turn into customers is a conversion rate. So you're looking to grow your business. Those are the two metrics that you pay attention to. So if you're listening, write it down. Leads, conversion rate. All right. Now, if you already have customers and you think, I don't need a bunch of new customers. I've got customers. Well, you, then you would want to focus on ascending the relationship with the customers that you do have. And the two metrics we pay attention to there are the average number of transactions per customer and the average price per transaction. So average number of transactions, average price. So customers times average number times average price is going to eat equal the revenue that you're generating. So then there's one more metric because at the end of the day, it's not how much money you make. It's how much money you get to you keep. You can keep. Right? Exactly. Yes. No, I know some business owners that are, are over you know several million dollars in business, but they're not making that much when it comes to how much they can keep. They need to make some adjustments. Definitely, they need to call you. So yes, so looking <laughs> at the looking at the profit margin, they say, all right, that's the the fifth metric. There are things you can put into play to increase your profit margin. Sometimes people think profit margin, they think, oh, it's it's going to be cutting costs, but it could be actually providing better customer experience. It could be providing uh, a better work culture. 
when you have a better work culture, the team's more engaged, the team's more aligned, you're going to get more profitability. So those five metrics, if you wrote them down, SLEEDS, your sales conversion rate, average number of transactions per customer, average price per transaction, and profit margin. Take a moment to look and track them right now for your business. The magic is, see, because you know, a lot of people, while that's basically how business works, they're like, yeah, that's kind of how business works. A lot of people don't know their numbers. Right. As soon as you start focusing on them, as soon as you just start giving them attention, what you focus on grows. And so if you put a strategy or some goals in place to increase them, even by a small percentage, small hinges swing big doors. My business, since we've, we've made that pivot, we had close to eight employees. Now we've got two partners and we contract out to assistance as needed. We're more profitable. We've got more revenue. We've got more time and more freedom. And I don't say that to brag, but it comes back down to having a clear, bold vision of what we wanted to achieve and looking at the five profit drivers. So if you're looking to amplify your business, that would be a great place to start. That's beautifully said. And I know, Kenny, that you uh, provide this Amplified Business Breakthroughs book. And if somebody wanted to get a copy of that, where would they go? I would go to findmyprofits.com. Findmyprofits.com. Yes. And we are going to have all of your information part of our show notes. But if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how would they do that? You can go to growthamplifiers.com. You could find me on LinkedIn. You could search Kenny Harper. I'm pretty pretty sure I pop up one of the top people and I look like this. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for bringing such brilliant information to our listeners. Again, they are business owners just like you and me. And you know, I know that they get such uh, great information and that they would act upon it too. So I know they will reach out to you. They bare minimum, they should get a copy of your book. And where can they get that again? Go to findmyprofits.com. You can get a copy of the book. And the book contains, by the way, if you're like, what book is this? This is Amplified Business Breakthroughs, which contain a lot of strategies that you can implement in your business for free that will increase revenue and profitability. And they're easy to implement. So it's, it's free, actionable information. Fantastic. And I like the word free. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you again, Kenny, so much. You've been wonderful. Thank you. And please do check out golegalyourself.com. It's a do-it-yourself legal protection online company. When you are starting a business, it's it's extremely important to make sure that your legal ducks are in a row and that you actually have the right legal documents to start your business and you have a solid legal foundation so you can grow as far as you would like and you can keep growing with Kenny's book and Kenny's assistant. I am attorney Kelly Bagler, the queen of business law, and it's been my pleasure being your host. Until next time, cheers to your success. If you're looking to start a podcast on your own, use the coupon code WHATHAS at checkout and receive a free month of media hosting from our recommended hosting company, Libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. This podcast was produced by Imagine Podcasting. And we help businesses eliminate competition by elevating their brand message to be heard. Visit imaginepodcasting.com for more information.